You're listening to the Frame 100 Podcast, a show by Brick Filmers for Brick Filmers. And welcome to the Frame 100 Podcast, the show where the train of thought never fully reaches the station. Today is July 7th, 2020, and this is Season 1, Episode 5 of the show. I'm Chris, known as Goldbrick Productions. Here with Jared, aka Dudebrick. Hello, hello. Trevor, aka Suited Ninja Nerd Studios. Hello, I, I'm here. Sam, aka Locker74 Productions. Howdy. And Marcus, aka Brick Hat Studios. Where am I? The, the Frame 100 podcast. You fool. Do you need help? Are you not listening to the first 20 seconds of audio? Blink twice. Blink twice if you're being kidnapped. He oh, blinked shoot. three times. Oh, shoot. He oh, gosh. Oh, heck. Times. Oh, I don't know what that means. I need an adult. <laughs> he's, like, he's like Schrodinger's hostage. He's being kidnapped and not kidnapped at the same time. Mm-hmm. He doesn't. He doesn't Why know do I where say he things? Uh, well, so, anyways, where am I? How are, you, <laughs> how are you guys doing? Except Marcus. We know how he's doing. Marcus uh, is dead. Uh, doing great. It's been all right. It's, it's been better. Bought new lamps. Yeah. I just got back from the beach, ha ha ha, but I'm COVID. very tired, so that's fun. I feel that. I, I, I've, gotten enough, I've gotten enough rest from, from daily living to hop back in the saddle and get back to work, so yay, hmm. I guess. Meh. Oof. Anyway. Well, y'all sound pretty meh, and I'm excited, so I'm just going to say this, and Sam's probably going to cut it. But today's the best day ever. His new Fit for a King album. Breaking the Mirror is a great song. God of Fire slaps so hard. Today is great. It's being Sam's cut. making Ooh. the scissors motion. It's He's going to cut that note of positivity. Because amongst all this negativity that led before we recorded, and while we're recording, and probably after we record, give me just a ray of sunshine. Yeah. Let's talk about events. So, okay. summer contest. Most forced segue ever. Let's do this. Let's do it. Okay. I prefer well, hoverboards, so. but yeah. Uh, Bricks in Motion. They announced the uh, their their annual summer contest, which for this year, begrudgingly, is, yeah, and it's uh, it, is, it's a it's a theme is, uh, that that Trev is very familiar with. <laughs> He's been familiar for a long 40%, time. Forty percent. Forty percent familiar. <laughs> 16, okay. I'll pull up the page here. The theme of the 2020 bricksinmotion.com summer contest is Fright and Fear. The contest will run from July 6th to August 31st. Once again, they have an uh, exciting collection of prizes thanks to our contest sponsors, Dragon Frame, Brickstuff, and Minifigs.me. For this year's summer contest, they decided to continue with the concept-based theme of Fright and Fear, which is very familiar. Very familiar, So basically, actually. as every year, Bricks in Motion is a big summer contest. It's a lot longer of a runtime, which gives you plenty of time to prep and have fun with it. And Sam, if I recall correctly, you're planning to enter this one. Yeah, I. Uh, so there's a story behind this. I'm going to go ahead and tell it. I've been working on uh, Ace Brickman. What did I, st- I stopped working on it, what, April? Maybe. Something like that. Yeah. I think so, yeah. Uh, I was getting burnt out, so I decided to take another project. Um, 
So I, I got the haunted house and I decided to do a video based around it. And I kind of looked at the calendar and was like, 2020 is halfway done. I'm going to get back to working on Ace Brickman. I got one shot done of Ace Brickman and then they announced the contest. And I was like, we're going to finish my, my monster movie. And I'm working on it right now. And I'm, I want to say I've only got like five shots left of it, I think. And it's probably some of the best animation I've done. It's sure got a is. good. I agree. It's got it's got a good uh, good atmosphere to it. I need to get music. I might might talk to X Sims, uh, see if he wants to score it. Um, I feel but, like that would really benefit from a custom score. Yeah, and I'm not gonna say I'm gonna win because I'm not. But you won't. I mean, yeah, it's probably. I mean. Who are the Who are the judges? It's uh, uh, judges are Rio Force, Harrison Allen, Penta, and Sebastian Segura. I've got a good Dark chance. I crew. hope I pronounced your last name yeah. correct, Sebastian. I I, I need remember. to I need to get with Sebastian. I need to find out. Uh, even Harrison, the the red, just highlight the red because there's a part in this animation where something glows red, and I just look back at the footage I took. And you can't tell what it is. You can tell that it's a jewel, but you don't know what color it is. And I think that's important to the story of what color it is. So I might talk to Sebastian, see if he can kind of help me with that. Because I, I don't know how to do it's, it. I know... It's uh, not hard. Just consult the uh, all the Avengers Endgame trailers. Uh, where they just do everything in monochrome. And then... Red. It's selective color. Yeah, effects. selective color. Yep. It's not well, hard. I want to say there's a way where you can just do it with masking. But yeah. I you could that would that be the hardest way of mm -hmm. doing it, but you can do it easier in After yeah. Effects. I, I think that's actually how Harrison ended up but, doing it for a lot of Darkmore, but but that's just well. Something... Sebastian mentioned there was an isolation technique he did use. Oh, sorry, Sam, I keep interrupting you. Oh, you're fine. But I think that that would kind of add to it to add some color because it's it's all in black and white, and I think that kind of goes with like the monster feel I'm going with. But I feel like if you highlight that red. It works. So I got to get with them and find out how exactly to... If when this comes out, Sebastian, help me out. You can. I'm finger guns. You, finger guns. He can't reply to you. He's on the podcast yet. Ah. Okay. So, yeah. I'm entering that. There goes, hopes and dreams. <laughs> I'm entering that. Um, the one thing I'm not looking forward about it is sound design, because we talked about it this morning. That's my least... Uh, favorite thing of animation is the sound design sound editing sorry and so not looking forward to that but yeah kind of exciting I'm can't wait that's think about Sam because some of the shots in your film maybe think about this have you considered maybe recording your own sounds for a good portion of this oh yeah I do I uh I bought oh what was it I bought Jared it was a Tascam? Tascam audio. Tascam. I bought one of those for Tascams work. Cool. Um, like with my own money for work, just because we, I just kind of wanted it for work, and so yeah, I've been I've been getting sound effects. I wanted it, so I bought it. Basically, that's how that's how I roll. Um, and yeah. so I, I'm I've been using that to get sound effects for Ace Brickman, and I figured my house is like the setting in this animation so i might be able to just get sound effects of me walking around my house shutting doors stuff like that 
So Foley I think that might time. be an option. There's just some things. Well, you know how it is. Sometimes there's you just can't get that recording. Uh, yeah, you just can't get that recording. You have to find it online because either it's like a gunshot or it's you know something that you don't you can't get your hands on. So. Yeah. Well, you're saying we can't get our hands on an Egyptian tomb? Come on. Now. No, you can't. I wish. <laughs> Come on. Are you sure you? I, I think there's one on eBay, maybe. Or I mean, you can't get somewhere. one in Kansas. On eBay. It's a possibility. I mean, you can't get you're one. Probably in Kansas. right. Hey, it, it's it's, it's an excuse Kansas to sucks. head all the way over to Egypt. It's uh, that that's what it is. It's, yeah, it's an excuse cause... for a vacation. I will say it's... there is the Museum of Natural. It's like the Museum of Ancient History, something in Wichita. And Not I went there, there one. Oh wait, never mind. I, <laughs> I thought we were went, talking about Night at the Museum. <laughs> no, no, no. So I, I went there one time to like see if I can actually get like a sound effect from them. It was like in high school, and I had my iPhone with me. <laughs> wait, and I was like, what sound effect? I don't. I don't even remember. Like that was <laughs> that was so, seven wait, years ago. What sound is the story going then? I don't know. But I just I, remember you went into the story, and I was expecting for you to tell no, us what sound effect it was. I thought it was going to be something no, uh, like for absolutely the life like of me. I cannot remember what the sound effect was, but I remember I asked the tour guide, I was like, I need to get a sound recording for a video I'm working on. Is there any chance? And it was, I just remember it was like something that was old. And I mean, old, old. It was like, uh, it was when I you was mean still everything doing my, in there. It was like when I was doing my World <laughs> War II action figure stuff. And I, it might've been like a Colt pistol cocking or something like that. And I was like, is there any, I know they had one. I was like, is there any chance I could borrow one? And the lady goes, no. I was like, are you sure? I'll pay for it. And she just goes, you want to rent this? I was like, yes. She's like, okay, let me go talk to the manager. She came back and she's like, that'll be $20,000. I was like, nope, I could get that online. So I left. And I feel, like she, I feel like she just made up that number just to scare you off. Oh, I was a freshman yeah. in high school. I was deathly scared of like asking anybody. But yeah, she, I just I, took I, okay. of that. I, I'd like to imagine that in reality, Sam was actually showing up and they have like a little, you know, area where it's like all the, the little like models of, um, you know, all these like ancient creatures and stuff. And so Sam's jolly little high schooler self showed up to that museum thinking, hmm, I wonder if I can get a recording of that woolly mammoth that's in that display case over there. And then <laughs> proceeds, to, proceeds to actually ask if he can get a recording of what is literally a stuffed model of a dead, a long... Hey, I can tell creature. you what a mammoth sounds like, all right? It's the, it same, thing. Like yeah. it's the same thing that a giraffe makes. I thought you were just going to say it sounds like Ray Romano. I thought you were going to just say it sounds like Ray Romano. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. Ice Age, baby. Good movie. <laughs> is it? Chris is like this so conversation distraught. happened. I don't, I don't. It's the same thing that the fox yeah. says. Ring ding ding. Oh, what no. does he say? Ring ding ding ding. Ring ding. ding, ding, ding. ding, ding. I'm gonna drive over to where you are and. Suck. I missed 2013 so bad. All right, I'm done. That was 2013, right? I Anyways, cancel locker 74. Hashtag in the comments. Oh, you guys want He's me to an say idiot. A, That's why. You guys want me to say a hot topic that I'm sure no, somebody in this chat is no. going to be very upset with? Say it. I oh, dare you. Never too. mind. I know what you're going to say. Go for it. I tried to rewatch the Spider Verse. Into the Spider Verse. Oh, yes. <laughs> Still not a fan. 
I'm ready to grill you. I'm ready to grill you. I'm don't... ready to tell you're wrong. I don't. You're so wrong, dude. Here, here's my thing. I don't think it's a bad movie. Just I just, bad. I just didn't vibe with it. <laughs> yeah. Look, it's not a bad movie. That just points me. It's, it's not a bad movie, level, and I, I don't think I'll ever be able to recover fully from it. It's I not... even, I, I gave you the benefit of the doubt, and I even put, I, I, I put everything on the line for when I was gonna watch Blade Runner, and I love Blade Runner. I thought it was a phenomenal film, but when I ask you to watch. Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse from Sony Pictures Animation, the critically acclaimed and Oscar-winning film of 2018, or Oscar-winning animated film of 2018, he says, eh, eh. Sam, Even though put, you get a he put everything on the line for you. Everything on the line. I put everything, everything on, the on the line for you. I put everything on the line. Well, Trev, I got something to tell you. Sometimes people disappoint you and you need to get over it. Yeah. Dude, I know. I, I know this. Delivered. I've I've known you for multiple years now. Yeah, you know. Sometimes you've also known me for multiple years now too. So it's delivered. it's it's a it's a it's a uh, lose lose. Wait. Hang it's on, a lose lose situation. I was gonna say win win, but I was like, that's not right. How long? <laughs> yeah, need, I, just, need to go win. I just realized this. How long have we all known each other? Because that is I'm, a I, that's actually a really good question. It feels um, like I've known you guys well, for like ten years, and I I think it's only been like three years for me. Well, Two? yeah, we we talk to each other all the time. That's probably yeah, why, because it definitely feels true. longer yes. than it's actually been. Because um, how many has it been for the two of us, Chris? Because we, the two of us, have known each other the longest, I believe, out of the five of I us. I think so. I'm yeah. looking it up right now. I want to say we've known each other for three years. No, I think I met Chris first. Did you meet Chris? Because I was on the I was on the Frame Winter podcast before. That's you right. Were. Yeah, you two did it know went, each other before. It went from and then I got Chris, added in. To me, well, to you, and then to Marcus, and then to Sam? Marcus technically because I I knew Marcus uh, from Brick Fair two years ago. Was that two I, years yeah. ago? Two years ago, yeah, because it wasn't last year; it was the year before. That last... was where I met you, and then wow, and then Sam Sam was I I forget if we met Sam so, that January. It was that what, January, so actually, yeah. So I remember, uh, or was I, it? I met oh, all God, of y'all. Just so I can remember, I met all of y'all draw. Um, when I released my Ace Brickman trailer. That's when Austin still did uh, Frame 100. They did the live event. You guys reviewed mm-hmm. Ace Brickman. I did. And then, That's true. Yeah, and then I think Jared was the first one I met because he followed me on Twitter. We DM'd back and forth about Supernatural yep. for like two days. <laughs> and then... That's where it all started. No, and then I... And then we joined... I think I joined Crafting Table... I think Jared invited me, and then I met... We knew you before that, I'm pretty yeah, sure. Yeah, no, like, I didn't know you two. Who was we knew... Crafting Table? Was that 2018? That... No, you knew me, that, Sam, because I voice acted for Ace Brickman 1. That's right. He okay, did. That's so true. I knew Chris, but we, we both I... assumed that was just a one-off, and we never really hung out much after that. Say, I don't think I remember... <laughs> Trev, I don't remember when I'm. This sounds bad, but like I don't really remember how we met. I know we met through Frame 100, but I don't know if it was through Crafting Table or if it was before that. I can't remember. It was. Well, okay, so it was. It would have been last January. Was yeah. when. Well, that's my joint Frame 100. You. But we knew. We, that's we knew when you joined Frame 100. 
we which knew each I other was before. around. So yeah, yeah, it was it was last January. That was when that was when we were acquainted to Sam, and then I was the one who knew Marcus uh, in 2018, uh, August 2018, because of Brick Fair. So. No, I mean, I... we we met like well, we didn't meet, but like we've known each other for like a bit before that. Yeah. Well, we did know each other a bit before that. Yeah, and I'm trying to remember how like what that connection was. I can't even remember it myself. Because wasn't it what, or was it just through Frame 100? I think yeah. it was actually. I think Austin said something about, hey, you know, this guy lives kind of like he lives in that same area, and I was like, oh, okay, there we yeah. go. Um, yeah, that's where that's where it clicked. Okay. okay. Trev, so, I just remembered where we... It wasn't through Frame 100 we officially met. It was Crafting Table. Yeah, Crafting Table was fall of 2018. Yeah, because... Oh. Sam joined January. But that was... That was yeah. that would have been... Because we, Wait, started, okay. we started... So when did, when did you join Frame 100, though? January. But we started Crafting Table... Ja- what year? In that November. <laughs> what year? January, what Last year? Last year. Last year. Last year. So 2019? No. Yeah, 2018. Correct so 2018 yeah so then we would have known each other from that before yeah. crafting table no no crafting january table. 2019 2019 okay yes. yeah because so then I yes remember. you're right we would have known each other from crafting table yeah, first because again though that that, that that throws me off because i like you know i i keep thinking that like right after you released the ace brickman trailer that was when like we met you and we brought you on mm-hmm. okay so that's 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 where i was missing like it, i was missing a beat there i remember because i joined i think it was an audio like it was a I think it was an audio chat, voice chat. Um, we were going through all the projects for crafting table. And mm-hmm. Chris, the first thing Chris said, I remember was, Sam, I don't know if you know me, but I'm Chris. I'm with Goldbrick Productions. Um, really excited to have you on board. Um, he said some <laughs> other stuff. And I was like, okay, Chris is pretty cool. And then Trevor like hopped on and was like, sup, nerds? I was like, oh, okay. I remember, <laughs> oh God, I remember like for weeks I had talked to Austin and I was like, dude, can I come on the cast? And it was just a matter of me not being available most of that time. And then I made this huge thing about like, oh my God, my birthday is the same weekend as the week that I'm going to be able to come on. It's going to be so cool. Oh my God, I'm so excited. And then they kept me for some reason, which is, I still can't figure out why. I can't, uh, can't either. Stay. <laughs> uh, exactly. And so, like, yeah, the, it, stuff just snowballed from there. Um, so, I remember yeah. I joined, right? I joined because I was a guest first. And then, yep. I was like, I Same think I was, <laughs> I was at work, I think. Um, I just graduated college. And, right? Yeah, I just graduated college. And then all of a sudden, I got a message from Jared. It was like, hey, do you want to be a host for Frame 100? And I was like, uh, yeah. And then within sure. 20 minutes, like with <laughs> not even 20 minutes later, I was in a chat with all you guys, and I felt super intimidated. I was like, everybody's just, you know, <laughs> talking at each other, making jokes. And I'm sitting in the corner just like, hey, yeah. How do you think <laughs> I felt when I first joined? And now, and now I look back at it, and I'm like, I'm like one of the most vocal person on the chat, just spitting jokes and. Well, Sam, that's what alcohol does to you, my friend. That is true. <laughs> <laughs> this just in: oh Sam Futhi is always drunk, even uh, when he's not. I'm not. I'm not. I just like. Uh, Sam is sober. <laughs> Sam, Sam's sober. I'm kidding. I'm always. I do think like, the okay. funny thing was like Sam walks into all this thinking, yeah, it's pretty professional and chill, and then we just completely spiral in the chaos over time. 
Oh, it's like that. It's like it's the gone. gift from a community. He, wa- he walks in with a pizza, and then everything's on fire. <laughs> Town and Clover, yeah. Evidence A, Brick Fair 2019 car rides. <laughs> it's Friday, Friday. Friday. Oh, my gosh. Gotta get down on Friday. Yeah. Okay, before we get copyrighted. Before we yeah. get copyrighted. So th- thinking about, like, beginnings like this, it, it, it's making me think. So in terms of, like, Lego, where... What was like all of us? Where were all of us with like Lego when we started out? Like, how did we first get into it? Because I don't think this is something we've. Yeah, I don't think this is something we've ever talked about before. Like, what was the first ever set that you got? Like, or like series that kind of got you into Lego? Or like, you know, you you started like looking at something specific, and that was like, oh, that's kind of cool. I might pick some of that. You know, we have 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 talked about this before, but I think on our individual episodes, because I think that was originally one of our first questions to our guests yeah. were like what and got you into we, lego what got you into bird filming and then yeah yeah and, that, and we all gave our individual answers when our individual episodes came out um mm-hmm. for me personally i i've said this many times but the first set i ever bought with my own money my own hard-earned six-year-old money was uh <laughs> lego star wars uh, Jabba's prize or something which it had han solo and carbon and that Boba Fett and, oh, wow, and like, yeah. the Morian Guard. And then after that, it w- I went downhill from there. Downhill. That's where I, that's where <laughs> I am today. I remember uh, what got me into it was... I really don't remember, but I remember my grandparents always had Lego at their house all the time. And mm-hmm. it got to the point where they would buy me sets for no reason. And my grandpa loved building them with me. He loved it. And... So every time like I see an older set like the studio sets or my like my grandparents had like the original uh, pirate sets from like the late nineteen ni- late nineteen nineties mid nineteen nineties something like that yeah, then, probably the early late eighties early nineties I would guess yeah but they had that and I remember remember like it was all torn apart because you know I'm the youngest. Um, but every time I see like a set, I remember building with my grandpa. I, I, I feel nostalgic. So I think I, I kind of incorporate my love for Lego with my grandparents. I guess that's my answer. Aww. very sappy, but pulling that's the heartstrings over here. Sam. I like it. Yeah, I yeah, like that's, it. That's that's quite very nice. Wholesome. I still don't remember what my first set I bought though with my own money. The first set I remember buying though. I remember buying not maybe not the one I my first one was the uh, Boba Fett Slave One that I have in my living room. The I don't know if it's I think it's like the two thousand eight version maybe two thousand seven, but yeah I think that's the first one I re- I remember buying with my own money and it's like I said it's still sitting in my living room on display because I love it so much so I think that might be my first set. So. Yeah, a lot of I talked a lot. So uh, Chris, why don't you stop okay. me from uh, making a fool of myself? No, that's quite fair. I actually think that's quite sweet that uh, like you're gonna remind me of your grandparents that way. But uh, so yeah, I can't remember the the first like I said I got or the first like I said I bought because I pretty much grew up with Lego. Like my mm-hmm. my parents, and it's just a curse of being the firstborn child. They were really strict <laughs> about like yeah. anything I watched or read or whatever. Lego, they were pretty okay with. 
Bionicle was on the fence, of course. Like that was that was too weird for them. And Star Wars was just a no go because apparently little Chris couldn't handle space wizards or something. I remember <laughs> mo- the one time where I really seriously gunned for a Lego set was one of the first Dino Attack ones. It was like the big Hummer Jeep. And I saw it in the catalog. I'm like, Mom, I gotta get this. And she's like, You have money? I'm like, no. My school had like this reading program thing, and my mom was feeling kind of generous. She's like, "Hey, what if you do a reading program thing, but instead of like that, you know, goofy ticket to some, you know, reading book fair or something? What if the the prize at the end is that big Dino Attack fire hammer truck? Like, now, mother, we have got ourselves a deal here. So I didn't say that because I was like seven years old. So I remember reading the entire summer just nonstop. I read everything I could get my hands on." And I got that thing, and it was enormous, and it did, was fantastic. Did you read? I think that's kind of really the first time. I didn't actually, because that was one of the things my parents wouldn't let me read or watch. <laughs> the movies are better anyway. Yeah. See, that's kind of where it got crazy though, because you know my parents were just like, yeah, you know, we don't really let our kids watch or read a lot of stuff. Nothing really, you know, too violent or whatnot. And yeah, by the time I got all the Dino Attack sets, just gradually over time. My brother would just stage the most violent battles possible. Like, we're tearing <laughs> minifigures in half and slamming helicopters into each other. Like, it, it more resembled, like, Predator or Forma, Full Metal Jacket than it did, say, you know, like, Winnie the Pooh that I watched as a kid. Or, like, Stanley. You guys remember Stanley? I do. Stan- he's got, he's yeah, got the book Stanley. The oh, my God. There we go, yeah. Yeah. That used to be my chance. Well, actually, I didn't watch the show. I had, like, a couple books and, like, computer games that went along with it. Same one. So, yeah. I think we've talked about this before. (laughs) Yeah. Like, point being, like, that was the kind of stuff that, you know, my parents let me read and watch. Like, yeah, you know, Chris, he's a pretty calm kid. When we got in the basement, my brother and I just like, die, T-Rex, die, die, you know? Right, 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 right. Probably my earliest memory with Lego, because... I wanted that Hummer so badly. By the time we were done, we had this whole fleet of like military vehicles shooting down mutant dinosaurs. It was its own particular <laughs> sort of beauty, you know? Mm-hmm. Marcus. Oh. Your turn. Uh, hmm. I'm going to say mine for last just for some stupid reason. Okay. Um, I, I'm trying to remember the first set I ever got. Like, not with my own money, but the first set I ever got. It's like either a Star Wars set, because like, I remember getting the the uh, obi-wan minifigure and then after that it was like i think like one of the spider-man sets it was the one with the wrestling minifigure spider-man version oh yeah Yeah, i have that one but like when i got really into like actual lego it was like around the time uh when revenge of the sith came out (laughs) and like for my birthday i i don't know when how old i was in like 2005 or was it 2005 when Revenge of the Sith came out? I think so, right? So, um, what? I think Jared's looking it up. Revenge of the Sith? Yeah. 2005, yes. Yeah, yeah. So I was like he eight just years knows. old. And um, yeah, so my parents got me like a bunch of those sets. And then my brother got the clone tur- turbo tank. Ooh. Lucky. Lucky and he could never man. build it. And I tried building it and I failed. And now it's like somewhere in like my bin of assorted lego bricks Ouch. Uh, and then i stopped like building lego for a couple of years after that and then i got really into video games like Zelda you know, specifically and then i'm like yo i yeah. like i like these uh lego castle themes 
and I got really, really into it. And I think that was maybe the first time I would use my money to buy those sets. It was like the castle and then the medieval market town. Ooh, underrated sets. Yeah, oh, I, th- I, I think that was that the set. Kingdom's Wave, if I recall correctly. Like they sort of rebranded Castle. I don't know why. Right around the time that that Market Village came out. Oh yeah, the Market or, Village. That's no wait. That was the so that was the rebooted Castle. Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm confusing them. No worries. It's hmm. um yeah. So and then that's basically when I got into brick filming and all that. Huh. There you go. Nice. You. So thinking about it on my end, um, I've been trying to look it up, I, and I can't find it. It's it's very weird. But I remember um, it was for I I want to say um, I think it was when I was turning eight. So that would have been in two thousand. That would have been in two thousand eight. Um, for my birthday, my aunt had sent me a one of the uh, six plus sets, the ones that came with like the really oh, weird Jack Stone like minifigures, if you want to call them minifigures. Um, but it came with like the six plus figures. Um, and it was like a police, it was a police officer and like a police car set. Um, I still actually have the figure. Uh, it just kind of sits in the deepest, darkest depths of uh, my little sorting area. <laughs> the deep abyss. <laughs> because I never use it. <laughs> but, um, and then I think that same year I had a birthday party, like, you know, a couple days after my birthday. And I had um, a friend get me like one of the, um, or actually a neighbor, a yeah, neighbor, uh, get me one of the, the, the classic uh, brick boxes. So it was like this weird, like little tub that was like, like this red tub where the top, you would take it, you could take it off the thing and open it and it had like studs on top of it. Um, so yeah, I, that, that was, that was like one of the, some of the first sets I ever got. Um, and then thinking about like the first one I ever bought with my own money, this probably isn't the first one I ever bought with my own money, but it was one of the proudest sets I was able to say I was I could buy, and that was the Lego City House from uh, 2010. Um, and we saw very... one at Brick Fair, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. Wasn't, yeah. wasn't that where you got uh, the, the bodies for what was it, Alex and Percy? Yeah, well, that's where I, I um, that's where I actually got the torso for uh, Percy. So yeah. it, it shares that extra little. Uh, long-lasting impact in in terms of buying that set but i remember i think it was like 60 i want to say it was like 50 to 60 dollars at the time and for some reason like that was just such a big like milestone for me to have raised that much money at the age of like nine ten years old um so yeah now you're poor and now i'm poor (laughs) welcome to adulthood (laughs) but actually i'm yep yeah it'd be like that sometimes i definitely don't well, I, it's funny because I feel like I buy a lot more Lego now than I do, did back then. And that's oh, just I do. because of the fact that I have a job. <laughs> so I buy a lot more. Because, yeah, my, my parents my, my parents were, they, they never got me Lego. Like, unless it was for birthdays or Christmas or, like, any other holidays. Like, I never, I, everything, everything Lego-wise that I've gotten, it's either been a birthday gift, a Christmas gift, um, an Easter gift, if I even would get anything from Easter, or like any other holidays, or it was something I bought myself, and n- probably ninety percent of it is stuff I bought myself. So I don't get Lego gifts anymore. Even a thing? What was Not that? Not anymore. <laughs> Not to me. Are Easter gifts even a thing? Yes. No. I mean, 
For some people, Kinda. yeah. You, you just get yeah. chocolate, really. You just get chocolate. Chocolate! I don't even get chocolate. Oh it's, it's technically like gift fest, thinking, you know, just, just like general festivities. Hey, Chris, Like at Thanksgiving, you, you get like turkey or pie, but when it's like, call it like, you know, a, a traditional gift. Well, the, the gift the that we get are... is our Lord and Savior <laughs> Jesus Christ, my friend. Yes, sir. That's true, yes. <laughs> what a lad. That is theologically <laughs> sound. The what a lad. <laughs> That, the that tradition we have big in old our JC household. over there, man. <laughs> Getting it done. But the tradition we have in our household is to get uh, Starburst jelly beans every every year you now. Like we, oh, we used to do, we used to do yes. like the whole like getting Easter baskets and like you know you wake up every morning and you search around the house for them and like try to figure out where your baskets at. But like we, we don't do it anymore. But like now it, it's just it's star it's Starburst or um yeah Starburst jelly beans now. That's all it is. The yeah, best candy to ever exist. We don't have really, any. I've never That's had them. Fantastic. We don't really get gifts <laughs> the, anymore. The most disappointing thing about them is that they're seasonal. Um, we don't really. Uh, unfortunately, you reach that point in, in adulthood, and like I gotta be careful saying this because it was very. They were very nice at doing it, but like these days, Christmas gifts usually consist of clothes. That is true. Yeah, I'm like, you know what? I appreciate. Better. Like I got, I got this really yeah. sick Wage War T-shirt that was really cool, but I remember that opening really it, putting on, going. Oh, I'm an adult now. <laughs> Shoot. <laughs> Say, uh... Um, you know, it's hilarious, because, like, when I was a kid, I never appreciate, like, those socks, underwears, and, like, t-shirts as gifts. But now, when I'm, like, an adult, I'm like, I have nothing to wear. And then they give me <laughs> socks and stuff. I'm like, I have new clothes. Dude, thank you. I feel you know, that you so want to hear hard. a funny story? Yes. So, when I was, like... I'm, I'm going to say I was, like, 11 or 12... Um, I have I have an, I have a Japanese grandmother, um, who is not very, well, used to be not very uh, aware. So one Christmas, I, I again I was like eleven or twelve. One Christmas she got me a Lego set. I think it was Power Miners. It was dope. Ooh. The second gift that I got was a book on how to read clocks. And yeah, and then I and then <laughs> I went. Uh, how many different ways can one read a clock though? It was it was a book like a six like a five year old you know ch- children's book on how to read a clock, and I sat so there looking at pamphlet. it. And you said you were eleven at the time. Yes, and <laughs> I was like, uh, "What is this?" And while I look over to my brother, and he he got this great Game Boy Advance, you know, Star Wars <laughs> Episode Two game, and I get a book on how to tell oh. time. Dude, we, my, we know who the favorite child was now. My emotions, my emotions went skyrocketed. I went to my room and I just, dude, I bawled because I was like, no one loves me anymore. <laughs> Question is, can you read a clock though? Yeah, it's uh, four twenty, right? Lazy. Hey. How many seconds? Every, all day, every I, day. I, I know what I'm getting you for Christmas now. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna expect like a book on my tell time in my mailbox. I'm Chris. actually. I'm just gonna buy. I'm gonna buy you like the filthy Frank clock. The, the it's time to stop clock, and <laughs> it's time. just have you remake that. <laughs> Imagine like a, ch- a, a children's clock reading book themed around that filthy Frank sketch. <laughs> yeah, that'll go over well. That'd it's so time great. to stop. Well, well, I mean, there there have what? been there have been children's books made off of much worse material. It's I, hammer I, time. I do know that. <laughs> that is true. But yeah, it's it's funny you mentioned like grandparents and stuff because like 
Um, I know, like, my grandmother, uh, she will give me just the most random stuff. Like, I remember that just recently, like, I, I remember telling her, like, you know, hey, I'm going to school for, like, film and animation. And for some reason, going into animation constitutes that I am absolutely in love with Mickey Mouse because, you know, <laughs> well, I mean, she's, old, she's older. Like, you know, that's, that, that's, that's what she grew up on. Um, that was the only animation that existed back in the day. It was, you know, it was everything from Disney pretty, for the most part. Disney well, my and like, Fleischer Brothers. Andy Griffith person. Um, Who isn't, man? That is true. Yeah. Andy Griffith is boss. But, um, so, like, I remember, like, uh, she she ended up sending me, like, Mickey Mouse socks and, like, a nightlight with Mickey Mouse on it. And it, of course, came with a, a Mickey and Minnie card. So, you know, that's fun. <laughs> Man, you gotta rock those socks, dude. Custom socks well, are the best. Going going back to like the getting the clothes thing for gifts and stuff, I feel like nine times out of ten, just because I don't like the stuff, like for Christmas gifts in particular, um, if there's anything that like me and my siblings end up getting that we don't want or like doesn't fit us, um, my parents have all like the return receipts on a lot of that stuff, so they end up they just you know we we go to Target the next day on December twenty sixth. And we just return all that stuff and buy other things instead. (laughs) I am. I am. A lot of it is that the stuff just doesn't fit. That's that's usually the biggest issue is I end up getting stuff that's either too big or too small. Well, that's right. I'm going to run with the quick. Or it's not the right color. I'm going to run with the quick ungratitude story because I just looked it up and the company was acquired by another company. So they technically no longer exist. So I can get mad at them now. (laughs) Do it. Okay, so my last year of college, I got to get a real job, right? Like my mom says, you can't just live in our basement. You got to get a real job. I said to mother, I must protest, but she wouldn't have any of it. So I applied for a couple of different jobs. And one of them was with a company called I Am Flash Technologies. And I was kind of hmm. excited. Like I thought, hey, you know, it'd be kind of fun getting to, you know, semiconductors and whatnot. It'd be pretty sick, pretty dope. So I go to the job fair, you know, wearing my suit. I got my resume and you know, I'm talking to people. I go over to the I, I Am Flash booth. And you know, they got a whole bunch of swag there and a couple people talk about how great their company is. And I heard that they were pretty hard to get an interview with. And hmm. I figured, okay, you know, I'll give it a shot. I'll do my best. So I started talking with the guy and, you know, we're chatting. I tell him a little bit about my experience, hand him my resume. He looks it over. He's pretty impressed. He's like, what, like what's going on here? He says, yeah, you know, we'll, we'll call you and we'll set up an interview. Like, yes, this is awesome. And, you know, we're chatting a little bit more. And, you know, he says, oh, yeah, feel free to take some you know, swag from the table here. And, you know, I got, like, a couple little pamphlets and stuff, and there was a pair of socks that had these, like, semiconductor, like, circuit boards printed on them. So these <laughs> green socks with the circuit board pattern, it says, I am Flash on the side. And I'm like, oh, yeah, can I get rub one? It's like, yeah, sure. And he hands me this pair of socks. And, you know, at this point, I'm on cloud nine. I got an interview with these guys. My life is going in a direction. I can finally make my mom proud. And I got semiconductor <laughs> socks. And so I go home, and I wait. I don't get a call. I'm like, okay, well, they're probably going to call me tomorrow. They'll call tomorrow. The weeks go by, no call. In the end, the socks remind me of the day that I Am Flash promised me the world and never called me for that interview. And I'm so glad now they I'm got like, bought out. Yeah, I'm glad they got bought out. They got bought <laughs> out by Micron now, so apparently oh. they're Micron's problem now. If, if they would have hired you, they'd At least Micron had the guts to tell me that they weren't hiring me. <laughs> Like, Micron just straight up said, yeah, sorry, we're not hiring you. I'm like, hey, that's cool, fam. You tell I Am Flash that I still have their socks? You know, you, you could have saved the company. Point. 
This is why Chris needs. This is why Chris needs Doom. He 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 just holds that much of a grudge that he has to like, colloquially, you know, take what is the what what is the (laughs) entity that is I am Flash, and like you know embed it into the demons that he slays, and and that's his way of coping. Literally, when Chris got those socks, he was like, "Master, have given Dobby socks. Dobby is free." <laughs> it's the equivalent of Lucius Fox. Uh, was not Lucius Fox. It's Lucius Malfoy being like, "Here's a Lu- sock, Dobby." Lu- Lucius, whatever his Lu- name is, Lu- Lu- Lucius Fox. Lucius Fox. Lucius Fox. Chris is Batman. Morgan Freeman, Draco Malfoy. Lucius. Lucius Malfoy being like, "Here you go, Dobby. Here's a sock. Ah, sweet. Ah, I'm just kidding. Get back." Hey, go do the dishes. <laughs> Yo, that's a great brick film idea right there. Oh my god. Nah, just a prank, bro. Can you just picture Lu- uh, him just going and be like, here you go, Dobby. Happy birthday. I got a sock. Bah, I'm just kidding. Ah, I'm just kidding. It's just a prank, bro. I'm thinking I'm you. Go wash the I'm not giving you crap, man. Do you feel Oh my goodness. Uh, Dude. Speaking of socks, I actually have nowhere to go with that. <laughs> I can't believe we're having a discussion about You know what? Hang on, one more quick sock story. When I went to the NG12 launch, which was awesome, what was one of the giveaways? Space socks. socks. Space socks. Like, like space ice cream, socks, socks are the best. Like when I have to wear space a suit socks. for whatever reason and I need black socks, I got these black socks with Darth Vader on them. Hey. What does my life come to my that man. I have all these socks? Oh my goodness! It all started with I am Flash, and now here I am, a wretch and a skeleton of my Wait, former self. Did you say I am Flash? I thought we were all the Flash. Oh. Okay, we're the Flash. We're all Iris. the fastest man alive. <laughs> we are the oh Flash. My, my name See, is like, Barry Allen. With, it's weird because when it comes to socks. Me, Iris, and everybody at Star Labs is the Flash. Uh, no, you're not. Can you run super speed? <laughs> Didn't think so, Iris. There so was if, a... I was, if I was Barry, so... I'd be like, "Oh, I'm sorry. I could outrun all of you right now." Someone, someone, one of my friends on Facebook uh, posted something about Star Girl getting bought by CW, and I, I got mm. commented underneath. I said, "Get ready for 26 plus characters." A uh, twenty-seven episode arc that could last ten episodes and a love triangle. <laughs> yeah, that's I like the CW show, and I haven't something. seen any of the CW shows, dude. Even Supernatural is yeah. following. Supernatural is following that trend, and I am not a fan. Even though Supernatural, I feel like that's kind of just what happens with shows. Arrow season one, two, and three. Yeah, season three was where I got that. I don't know. Yeah, that's where I stopped. So I call I'll season just say three one and two. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, like, my nickname for season three is Tananda Parbat and back because it feels like every single episode they're taking a flight from the city to the mysterious assassin tomb or whatever, and they're constantly yeah. going like pick a, a location and stay there for a bit. It seems uh, that with most CW shows, it, it, they they're like really good in the first couple seasons, and it's like all yeah. right, season three, what can we f up now? All right, it's I will like say everything. we are the Green Arrow. <laughs> I will defend season. Let's see, seasons one through five of Supernatural, and then seven through I think it's twelve of Supernatural. 
Six didn't happen. Season six didn't happen because that was the most boring season where Sam loses his soul, spoiler alert. And then it's just like, I don't care about these characters. Wait, where did he lose your soul? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. Like around <laughs> season six, Chris, weren't you listening? When he joined Frame 100, duh. Yeah. But, <laughs> dude, season season four or five of Supernatural are just the best. And I won't get on that tangent, but that dude. Just Honestly, so I can only really think of two shows where it got better with each season. The two shows being Avatar The Last Airbender, which is amazing yeah. <laughs> to watch it, and Psych. Yeah. There you like, go. I just got I got to the episode. I'm I not haven't gonna get seen it. Spoilers <laughs> yet, but like the thing that I was pretty sure was going to happen at some point happened a whole lot sooner than I thought. Now I was thinking this was just going to be like one of those one-off funny episodes, and at the end I'm going, "Oh no!" And right after I finished that episode, like you know, I had to go to I had to go to bed and get to lab the next day, so I'm sitting in bed thinking, "Yeah, what season you on in Psych?" Uh, I think. I want to say I'm at the end of season seven. Ooh, yep, <laughs> even good. I, I, I can say this without spoiling this part. It's it's Lasseter's wedding. You better not. Spoil oh, it. dude, like that's, that's a great, great episode. Episodes. Great episode. Dude, See, what's funny about so Psych good. is that I can't quote a single lo- one of Sean's lines, but if I heard one of those lines, I would know it was Sean and nobody else. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just about I'm the on, writing. It's just so off the wall. In my rewatch, I'm all, I, I'm like middle of season four. It's ah, so good. I will. You can't okay. beat it. <laughs> Fantastic I, show. <laughs> what did you think? Since we're on this topic, what did you think of the uh, the Yin trilogy, the Yin and Yang trilogy? Really good. Dude, like the like, first one felt like a really intense one-off. The second one, it felt a little open-ended. I wasn't sure where they're going. And the third one, like I, I know they're all gonna be okay because you know it's a comedy show. But for a brief moment, I was thinking, oh. This is not going to go well at all. Like I, I, I think that's probably one that is easily one of the highlights from the show. It's really good. Like for a show that it's the one time I've actually seen a show that's like main thing is comedy, I think, and then it turns out to be really good. <laughs> I think I like I, I'm not like Psych for me is a comedy, but it is no, it's it's it has a lot of heart to it. But it's it's yeah. it's weird. It's the first time I've ever seen a show that's mainly a comedy, do suspense and kind of horror in a way, uh, really well. It, it, like, it tackles it tackles every genre. Yeah, because you haven't seen Community yet. Because <laughs> yeah, Community does the community. same thing. It's better than Community. community. It's it is hundred percent does... better than Community. Community does all the different genres though, so like you know, so does Psych. It's all like spoofs. <laughs> so. See, here's okay. the thing. I've been Psych. meaning to watch it for a while. It's just a matter of I haven't I haven't bothered to get around. Is to it, it on? I have no. I have so uh, many Amazon. shows I'm trying to get through. Like, man. But here's see, this, this is why Trev won't watch it because then he has to borrow my Amazon login. Again. Yeah, and you're irritating to deal with, so that's okay. why you're on Amazon. Use it. You're about to spend well, I do have my own Amazon. City I do have my own Amazon. If I don't have to, if it's just free with Prime, I'll watch it. Like it you know, if yeah, this okay, man, so I can watch it on my own. I don't need your stupid Amazon code. Shut your man, mouth, loser. Yeah, and you don't need his Disney Plus login either. I'm gonna. No, I was gonna true. say. I gotta put this out there <laughs> because I gotta cancel a trip. This man cancel uses me. my Disney Plus login. <laughs> And then on our on our I, chat, I no shame. he bashes Disney Plus and says it's a waste of money. And I was like, 
you're not even paying I don't think for I ever it. said it was a waste of money. Yes, you did. I don't think I ever I don't think I ever said it was a waste of money because that wouldn't make sure sense because I'm not spending my own money. I have two I think, witnesses I, here. I think I think the way I said it was I thought it was I, well <laughs> That's a great sentence. I think the way I said it <laughs> <laughs> You think but do you know? I think the way I said it No, like <laughs> Here, here's where I stand with streaming services. I think streaming services, I hate that they're the way of the future. Like, they're incredibly convenient. I think Netflix, like, you know, Netflix was very ahead of its time, like, when it started with, like, its DVD services and everything. But, like, streaming services are so mainstream now that everybody's doing it. All the stuff that Netflix originally did have is all getting parted out to all these, you know, different streaming services and so you've got to buy like all these you know these multiple things that are all not single purchase things that you have to like you know keep cumulative cumulatively paying for and getting your money ripped from you just to watch all this stuff so you can still buy dvds though if you really care like that's why i keep telling the ninjago very true they keep playing a lot of stuff never plays ninjago like buy the dvds buy them off of it iTunes or Amazon or wherever. Like I've gotten a lot of the Ninjago DVDs just from the library, like just renting them out of the library. Not only do I rent them, I straight rip them to my computer. Not anymore, actually. (laughs) (laughs) Like none of us have, you know, considering the current time of day. Like I've gotten four seasons of Ninjago and I've ripped the DVDs and got all the episodes on my computer. There you go. (laughs) Holy crap! Chris is a scammer. Chris is a scammer. And he gave like, us okay, this, a scammer. See, this is, a my, this is my version of using the Lego instructions to manipulate <laughs> the shop and home We have all committed crimes. It's still less of a crime because I'm not crime. redistributing them. I'm just having And them you on still my won't desktop. send me the lossless Tron soundtrack either. This man is it's a, a criminal. Huge file. Cancel it's, Chris. It's freaking lossless, Trev. It's way bigger than <laughs> a dot right, okay. or a dot MP3. You audioless hack. We got it. We got it. We got it. We, we're, we, we're up here. We're up here at a ten. We got to bring that back down to a two. All right. All right. All right. I, I, this is the first Marcus time I've has seen a question Chris now. Triggered. Marcus, Chris has gotten angry. I've never seen Chris angry, so this is a fun side. However, Marcus <laughs> has been dying to ask us a question. I could, I could hear it in his voice. And I, it's the Frame One Hundred question of the week. Of the week. Do, 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 oh, do, do, God. Do, do, this could go anywhere. All right. All right, question of the week. What Lego theme would you guys bring back? Ooh. A retired theme, of course. Bring Easy. back. Oh, no. Ooh. I can Ooh. go first. Oh, I'm going first. God. I'm oh, wait. I thought this was a lot clearer cut than I than I originally thought, but now I'm, I'm like, I'm second-guessing myself because there's the a oldest. couple. I'm oh, the oldest. God. I'm the oldest. oldest. Go All right, first. go ahead, Sam. <laughs> Adventures. Adventures. Uh, I want that uh, back so I knew you were going to say that. That was my gut reaction. That was not my gut reaction. I want it back so much. The it, it's it's such a great theme. The builds were you good. The did. characters were cool. It back. It's very iconic. Just oh, after I bought those Johnny Thunder sets for uh, this animation, like just want them back so much. And it's it, I think it's <laughs> I think it'd be refreshing because I think for me. Lego is getting very focused on IP stuff, I think. Um, like mm-hmm. Star Wars, DC, Marvel. It'd be nice to see them come back with one of their original uh, themes. 
and not he says after literally in 2020 alone they've released two original ips like what or not well last year well shoot last year we had hidden side and then this year we had monkey king or monkey kid sorry anyway well like so something it's something went wrong, sir. Because those are considered IPs, but like Lego is owned they're Lego they owned their, IPs. Yeah, like they're they not. Have, they have their own shows and, and games, but like yeah. they're still somewhat an IP. There is a, yeah. definitely a niche to fill for themes that you know, technically adventurers ran the same three wave well. cycle. But well, like, like not not the same level as like Monkey Kid or Ninjago. Like, yeah, like not something where show. it was related to a show or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I like that. It's still an IP, yeah. but it's like I know where you're coming from. It's not like you know integrated with something else. But like um, it's it was just like the theme. It so. would be nice to see Lego bring back some of its old themes, where there's not a game, there's not a show related to it, just a theme yeah. that people I can, love. I can vibe with that because I mean, if you think about it, how old was everybody when the adventure sets came out? When's the first like? Oh. So yeah, was like 1996 was the very first wave. Oh, I, I, I didn't exist. Then. I wasn't even yeah. born. I didn't exist. I, I wasn't born yet. Any of them. Say like, and like, <laughs> I, like I told you before, my cousin had them, all of them, and, and he got rid of them. Unfortunately, he emailed me and said, "Yeah, he got rid of all of them." So, but unfortunately, could this have happened <laughs> to me. Yeah. I made my mistakes. Uh, <laughs> I don't got know. Nowhere to run. I got nothing else to say because I've said it all before. Adventure sets is my is my choice. Now, somebody else can answer because I feel like theirs might be better than mine. Go ahead, Chris. Chris. Do it, Chris. Um, not very substantially better. I, a part of me thought Bionicle, but as you said oh, before, oh. Bionicle just would not work today. It no, it's it just it dusted. won't work. Not even as a minifigure theme. Not even as just like a Lego theme at all. Th- didn't they have minifigures for them at one point? No, they did. They for sort Factory, of did. It was, like a, it was like a weird hybrid minifigure, but still kind of bionicle. It was really weird. Like it did not work. <laughs> Hero Factory was probably the closest to like a bionicle based minifigure with the invasion from yeah. Marvel. Like that way was actually Which, really cool. I like those that. minifigs were pretty dope. I quite enjoyed those. Yeah. A theme I'd like to bring back, which is, it's it was sort of a theme, but it started off as a game. I think Lego Island would be kind of cool. Yes, dude. Like, yes. Maybe just, like, yes. you know, a handful of sets, style it after, uh, like, style it after Lego Island, like, the first game. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of nostalgia there. You know, kind of reimagine with modern pieces, throw in the minifigures that we were never able to get, like, actual copies of. That'd be fun. Like, I, I would really like that. Yeah. Actually, when, uh, that does remind me. Quick little tangent. They oh. there's a group of fans who are rebuilding the Lego Island game. They're calling it Project Island, and they're hoping to make it like Ooh. a sort of like fan based sequel. I guess maybe the third one. I guess technically the fourth. Extreme Stunts is considered the third one. But like that is <laughs> the aesthetic they got right there, where they kind of take a, a modern take on the characters, but still very noticeably Lego Island. I would love for Lego to do that. So yeah, I just want to quickly shout out Project Island. They're cool. <laughs> we did get that uh, reference in the in the hidden side sets to to Pepper. Oh, uh, we did. Yes. Yeah. The 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 shrimp shack, right? That's the name of it. Shrimp yeah. shack. Yeah. Was it the yeah. shrimp shack? It was the shrimp shack. Yeah. 
I couldn't remember if it was shrimp or crab or whatever it was. It was shrimp. Um, it was it's shrimp. the it's the it's the minifigure. It's the shirt that he has. Oh yeah, yeah. that looks almost the, exactly like Pepper's shirt. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's again one of the many reasons I love Hidden Side is just all the references to everything. But oh, hands um, yes, yeah, yeah. But um, like this is a very like hard question for me to answer too, because like you know my, for for me like I'm not very nostalgic for a lot of sets that were like from before my time, like, you know, adventurers, classic space. Um, even when like, um, you know, any, basically anything that was out before 2008, like I'm not, I'm not very nostalgic for it with the exception of Lego studios. Um, and we, we had that whole discussion weeks ago, um, about that, but, um, I know the one theme that was like really, like influential to me for some reason was Atlantis. And I think that's, that was like the first theme where we kind of started to see that like Lego IP things sort of take off because you had the integration of Atlantis within like the Lego club magazine comics. And then um, there was the movie that went along with it, which the movie was actually pretty dang cool for the time. Um, Yeah, there was a movie. Um, I liked it. It was neat. Um, But like, that was the first time where we were seeing like, you know, these like, um, sets that were like trying to have like a really big storyline behind it, um, and also that was like the year where the the sets they happened to release right before my birthday. And as I mentioned before, tying that into what we were talking about before, if I ever get sets that I'm not getting myself, it's always from birthdays or Christmas usually. So always usually, yeah, that's how that works. <laughs> um, <laughs> always usually, but, got it. Always usually, yeah. But um, the sets, they all released, I think, on my birthday. But, like, they were put out on store shelves a couple days before. Um, So that year for my birthday, I ended up getting, I think, almost the whole first wave, with the exception of two sets. Because I ended up getting a duplicate. So I brought that duplicate back. I got a different set. And then um, the other one I just never ended up picking up, which I think was the biggest one. I, I believe it was the Portal. Um but like the sets were cool like you know it was um like i i love the aesthetic of it i love like the idea behind it the minifigures are really dope um i still have a bunch of like the 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 really weird shark minifigs um so yeah uh i I remember those things those were kind of (laughs) weird oh they were so weird like and like the anglerfish the anglerfish minifigure is like the most bizarre thing i've ever seen um but yeah, that's that's a theme that I would like to bring back. I guess an honorable mention would be Power Miners. I only yeah. own two of the Power Miners sets. Um, Wait, one of which isn't being that the theme with like the little like rock monsters. The rock monsters, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, oh, I remember those. Um, oh, but like, I only ever owned I owned the set which was like the King Rock Monster figure, and then from the second wave, it was like the smallest one from the second wave. Hang on. Um, Sorry. So I'm, yeah, I just got reminded of a theme, and I can't remember if it was like a real theme or if it was like a sub theme uh is it the mission to mars the one with the little mars mission? yeah yes. yeah mars mission oh, with the little dude 2009 oh, yeah man. right yeah well mm-hmm. hang on there were two of them mars mission was the one where they had the white uh the white and orange for the astronauts and the black and green for the aliens and they were locked yeah. in war yes. life on mars was the one where it had like the the robot mechs and then the uh the little Martian robots with the droid yeah. arms and whatnot. 
That's that's mm, what I was, yeah. That's the one I was thinking of was the second one, the Life on Mars, because I remember I had a couple of those, and that was really good. Anyway, yeah, didn't that mean was, to take up. It was right around two thousand one. Yeah, I didn't mean to take up two oh, wow. uh, two slots. I just I was sitting there, when you started talking about mole or uh, power miners. I was like, that reminds me of a set that I had. But anyway, sorry, <laughs> another person didn't mean to step on anyone's toes. My bad. Pinky toe hurts. We all get over it. Jared, are you still thinking about yours? <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I got it now. So I have two. One, I have an honorable mention of um, Aqua Raiders because I bought a lot of That's the one I was going to mention. And I love mm. the minifigures because the torsos. I have so many of the torsos. Um, so that, that that's an honorable mention. But the one I really want to see come back at some point in time, it's one that was before my time. But I just really love the sets and really love the minifigures. It's Time Cruisers. Yeah, time cruisers. Oh, yes. Ah. Oh, yes. Because the sets oh. are so whack and so. Uh, I don't need to have skill. I don't need to have skill to build sets. But I love it and it's great. <laughs> and the minifigures are hilarious because I love the faces on them. Yeah. Oh, man. That's. See, it's funny because, like, I know whenever I think about stuff, like, I can, like, I can only think about the stuff that was, like, from the era that, like, I was into it. So, like, pretty much 2000, 2007, 2008 and beyond. Um, so, it's, like, when people, like, remind me of, like, you know, um, like, Alpha Team and uh, Rock Raiders and Time Cruisers Agents. and all those older ones. Like, yeah, like, that's Agents. Just, oh, man, Agents that just reminds me that there was stuff before then. Um See, talking about all this, great one. Oh yeah, talk, talking Ooh. about this, it's I'm I'm noticing it's really interesting. There's a lot of these sets where Lego they they did like the same they they did a theme where it was like the exact same genre as another thing that they ended up kind of doing again later on. Like you know you have Alpha Team, which was spy related stuff, and then they ended up doing Agents um, and Ultra Agents. And Ultra yeah. Agents as well. Oh God! See, I, I forgot about that one too because just, just yeah. how it, it, quick it got that worse one kinda... as it got older. Like the, yeah, it went from Agents to Ultra Agents to like Super Ultra Agents or something like that. Mm -hmm. it, it, <laughs> yeah. it just got worse every other theme. And it, but the original even agents, like you know you, you've got like Atlantis. Aqua Raiders and then Atlantis and then um you had Aqua Zone before that too. Aqua Zone. Oh God! Yeah, oh. that that's right. Wow. Yeah, that was back so, like, in the nostalgia. Wait. Yeah, so that's something like I'm. I'm wondering if we'll end up seeing Lego doing a little bit more of that in the future. I mean, I like that they're start. They're starting to finally like f um, find a stride that where they're like doing you know their own like completely unique stuff. Like you know, for its time, Ninjago was pretty wholly unique. There, granted, there were ninja related sets oh, at the time, but man. it wasn't anything that was like that in depth. Um, but then like you know, it's... Hidden Side now is like completely original for the most part. Um, right, I remember. I remember when Agents was such a huge. It's weird. Like I remember when Agents, Agents was, was around, big, and it, yeah, and it was big. It, it's weird now that I think about it. It, it kind of has like the same effect as Ninjago does, minus mm -hmm. the fact that it didn't have a TV show, which is a huge disappointment because it has such promise for a TV show. I mean, it may it have did. like a movie or something, or or something. I don't know. I, I think it was little shorts or on Lego or something like that. Yeah, but it, it didn't had have so any much media. potential. It had two really cool commercials where they had like a, the CGI agents fighting off against the bad guys. Those left yeah, a lot of impressions on people, but that's about as far as I went. So yeah, I yeah, there's. I remember back in the day there was a, there was a, there was a. I don't remember what his name was. I think he's long gone. There was a Brit filmer that did like an agent series 
kind of like how um, Dan Adit Tanaglia does his Ninjago series. Like, he's very serious about it. But he went on and on with, like, Super Agents and Ultra Agents, whatever. And he, now that I think about it, it kind of just, like, reminds me of both the themes kind are, like, very similar when it comes to um, audience reactions and how long people really enjoy them. And now they're completely dead. And it's kind of sad. And now I'm going to cry for a little bit. <laughs> Don't cry, Jared. We'll, we'll cry with you. It's okay. So you bring up an uh, interesting yeah. point, because Adventurers, LEGO Island, Alpha Team, and there are probably a couple others, back in the day when LEGO was really starting to get into the, uh, you know, getting their website like super uh, kid-friendly and inviting, they had these Flash comics. You uh, you saw mm-hmm. uh, two of them, the Adventurers ones, uh, Jamie yes. and Sam. The uh, Restless Very Mummy good. and the Lost Treasure of Ancient Greece. Well, they did some more. They did two for Alpha Team. Can't remember the names of them. They did two based off of the Lego Island Extreme Stunts theme. And honestly, there's like some really cool kind of story bits there. Like, they're short, but there's a lot of stuff there that if they just... If Galador hadn't scared Lego out of making a show <laughs> all the way up to Ninjago, there probably could have been some show material out of all three of those themes. And Galador many more didn't, themes. Galador didn't just scare Lego, it scared every child out there. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be honest. Well, Talking about, like, the comic stuff, it's really interesting because I'm, you know, it, it just kind of shows, like, the sign of the times. Like, um, I remember, I like, I grew up with Lego Club Magazine, which, again, was from the same aunt that I got that one, uh, the, the, the first set that I own, which I'm now realizing I, I need to thank her a lot more than I give her credit for. Um, <laughs> but, um, like, yeah, I, I grew up a lot with, like, the comics. So, like, I think I was... I was there for the tail end of Bionicle, like the original run of Bionicle. Um, and then like, you know, there was like, I remember seeing stuff for like Agents and then um, Atlantis and some other themes here and there. But I remember they were doing this really cool thing with the the run of the Atlantis comics where they were kind of like tying it in with a bunch of other themes. Like they even did that within some of the sets as well. So it was tying together with like um, Power Miners and... I want uh, Alien Conquest, which was another... Oh, that's another really good theme that I would love for them to reboot. Um, space Police. And space yes, police. dude. Oh, yeah. space, oh, space Police. That's like, oh, Space Police. Oh, no, that's what I should have said. Oh, crap. Um, Me too, man. Me too. <laughs> but, uh, okay, if bring, yeah. If you like, bring back it, Space Police, they got to bring back David Pagano. Oh, yeah. That's, oh, that's what I remember, <laughs> too. Good old David. Yeah. Yep. But it's like... They, they were doing this really cool thing where they were, like, you know, kind of putting all those universes together within um, the comics. And then the comics pretty much just all but fizzled out. And then now we just have Ninjago and all the TV shows and, you know, all yeah. the technology integrated sets that we have now. It's like, I, I will say, like, I, I do kind of long for those older days where it was just, you know, reading comics. Because I, like, I, I was a huge comic reader just back in the day. Um, and then basically once I hit, like, my sophomore year, it was just... I didn't really read much from then on, but I love my how, like, comics phase just died. With Space Police being dead, it. it's kind of like those those like those molds and those minifigures still live on in tons and tons of brick films, whether it's like mm-hmm. Star Wars or uh, any futuristic brick film on the YouTube. It's just it's just Wait, awesome to see those molds still being used, and they're great molds. They're some of the best molds Lego's ever done in my personal opinion. Oh yeah, some of the best minifig you know designs ever. <laughs> also one of the things so, i think is just oh go ahead marcus this is your question yeah no because it's because on the topic of like molds and like 
great minifigures. For me, for like the set, or not the set, but the theme that I would like to bring back, or I wish they would bring back, is uh, I think it's called Knight's Kingdom. Yes, dude. Yeah. No Kingdom. way. With, like, yeah. Knight's with, Kingdom? With like the four like colored knights, like the blue, the purple, the red, and the green. Yeah, and the, the really fat love... swords. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yep. I, yeah. The fat swords with like the mm-hmm. handles that goes like sideways down. <laughs> oh wow, what a trip down memory lane. <laughs> yeah, that that was my favorite. Like I, I've always wanted those sets, but I I could never like ask my parents to get them for me because like we were kind of you know poor <laughs> please, at the time and please, all. Please, mom. Please, dad. Oh, they, they, all they were expensive. My parents wouldn't buy them either. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. That but was, I love like the molded helmets too. and stuff. And the and the like shields were really different. Mm-hmm. What's crazy too is, is that they also had this really awesome comic series, this webcomic series yes. on the site. Like, okay, Knights Kingdom was the OG Ninjago. Like, I'm <laughs> sorry to steal a bit of your thunder here, Marcus, but the comic, like the storyline with all four of the knights, it was uh, Raskus, Santis, Danju, and Jaco, if I recall correctly. Yes. Holy crap! How do you remember that? <laughs> Dude, things just stick when you browse. Yo, set. wait, Jaco is blue. And yeah, then there we go. Jay is blue. Oh! <laughs> They're just freaking out. Yeah, like they they all kind of ended up paralleling the ninja to some degree or another. I think if, if Knights Kingdom had a TV show, it would have been Ninjago. Like this set up nice. so much. It had this cool kingdom. The boxes had like Bruh. this awesome map on the back where it showed like all the sets for different locations. It yeah. was so freaking cool. Oh Bruh, my gosh. See, season 13. We're on 13 now, right? Like the, the Mountain of Madness. Now it's yes. Ninjago night related stuff. No, not that. How, oh, how. Uh, wow, wow. Coming full circle. <laughs> Dang. That's. Wait, is it really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like a night. It's uh, it's supposed to be like very D&D inspired. Um, I miss like actual. So, like, all the ninja have like these like night inspired ninja outfits. So, really? No, wow, that's crazy. Have there, have, have, there no been any, have there been any sets out yet, or like the sets? Uh, there have been quite a few, and what's yeah. funny is each of the sets includes like a board game element, kind of like the old Orient mm-hmm. Expedition sets. And oh, the like spinners the Lego games. Are now dice. Oh my god, there's so many of these. <laughs> Dude, have, this is I just have, making me realize how badly I need to like refer to like a Lego retrospective sort of thing because. I realize like there's there's so many themes I'm like forgetting oh. about and like now just remembering and like forgetting kind of like where to place them in the timeline and stuff like I got you. Oh wow, uh, Nick on Planet Ripple, yeah. his name. Yes. Great great videos on past Lego. Oh things. yeah 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 I have actually seen some of those uh, in the past. I've seen those pop up on my sub box. So they are wonderful to watch during lunch. Yep. Yeah. I'll Shout have to out to our man to Nick then. from Lego Rewind. Certainly worth a watch. Yeah. Sam, there is an Adventurers episode, if I recall correctly. Yeah, no, I've watched all of them. I've watched all of them. Don't worry. (laughs) Okay, perfect. I've already done it all. (laughs) I see you there staring at the Adventurers stuff in your hands, and it's like... (laughs) Dude, I... Yeah, I know, like, for for me, my my retrospect point for, like, all this stuff was, like, referring to, like, the Lego books. Like, the ones that DK would make. um, Because they made all, like, the, Mm. um, the dictionaries for, like, all the Lego sets. So, like, a lot, like, they would run down through, like, a bunch of the themes and a bunch of, like, the lines and uh, just kind of, like, Lego's history and stuff. And, um, man, it's just reminding me I've got to, you know, dive back into that. It's crazy. Huh. Yeah. Well, what a great podcast so far. I was going to say, we, uh, we went down some memory lane. We went down some memory lane. We went down couple, memory lane. We went down a couple of blocks, man. Yeah. 
Like, we went from Wichita. Oh, blocks. Oh. <laughs> You're so funny, Jared. Two we went ways, from Wichita man. to Kansas City. For anybody that's from Kansas, you know how far that is. I'm Those sorry. Which is literally Kansas. none of us except you. from Kansas. So. We're not in Kansas anymore. Thank God. Oh God. All right, let's end the podcast there. <laughs> Sam's just 200% done with our stupid jokes. I hate that joke so much. <laughs> I can imagine so. Just wrap I, how it do you, up, how, do, how bad do you think it is for me when I say where I live? People are like, oh, that's where Hannah Montana... Shut up. Oh, no. <laughs> Shut hey, the up. You don't disrespect Hannah Montana like that. You don't, oh, sir. Well, I, I grew will. up on that crap, man. Before, I don't before, know why, never, but I before did. We go, before we go, I have one crazy fact that I learned. Uh, the guy that played Hannah's Montana's brother... Uh, Jason something I think is his name. He's like yeah. 35. He is the same age. He's the same age as John Cena. Keep that in your head. No, Dang, I did not see that coming. Yeah, he is. Thank you. Chris Sinisoff. How am I supposed to top that? Uh, thank you for listening to this revelation on this episode of the Frame One Hundred Podcast. If you have any thoughts on any of the topics we discussed today please leave a comment or tag us on Twitter with hashtag Frame100Podcast. We'd also like to thank Lots of Toast for the awesome theme music. Please go check out his channel and support his work. If you want to hear more from us, you can find us on YouTube, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Until then, stay tuned for our next episode and keep brick filming.